and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randasso, and I am joined today by my two pretty rad co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer making a sound subpar per usual, it is Bruce, the chug boat. And Diddy. I wasn't going to chug the whole thing. Why? Tucker Nuts. It's warm and gross. That's why. Let's go up. What's going on? How's it going? It's going. Did you have a nice weekend? It was an okay weekend. It was an okay weekend. Yeah. How's your I mean, weekend? The, well, actually, the Lions won. I'm sorry? So I got pretty fucking drunk on Saturday. So Because the Lions won a preseason game. By yeah, the it doesn't Happy matter. Happy birthday, by the way. It doesn't matter. Happy oh, birthday to you. Thank you very much. Thank God you. bless you. Happy I appreciate that. God bless Sammy Randazzo. To you. <laughs> Are you Happy done over there? Do you know how distracting the grooming is? I'm sorry? Do you know how distracting the mid-show grooming is? I'm not is? distracting anyone. I don't know what you're talking about I right think now. it's pretty distracting. Um, anyways. Was that Friday or Saturday? It was Saturday. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Uh, anyways, Stop week thought. two of the preseason has now come and gone, and we are like... Right there, football is almost upon us officially. I can't wait. I mean, I, I I just want this other week to fly by right now. There's seven more days of August as of recording this, and the first game is on the eighth. So we're like two weeks away officially. Yes, like 15 days or something like that away from actual relevant real football, which means fantasy is getting. Full steam ahead, it's, full swing. It's getting there. All of it. We're getting down so far. We're getting down. All we're doing right gritty. now is waiting for roster cuts. And once all that yeah, goes, then we can start drafting. Well, injuries. <laughs> God. Injuries, injuries, injuries. Uh, some news and notes out for us today. Well, over the weekend and today. Baker Mayfield's officially been named the week one starter in Carolina, leaving well, Sam you called that on the outside looking in. Call that. Yeah. I think that was just – you don't make that trade. Even though they didn't give much up for him, you don't make that trade unless you're going to start the guy. That's just it in a nutshell. Baker's gone through a lot. He didn't like the way he left there. I think it would have been detrimental to the team in a whole as a whole to not start Baker Mayfield. Even if Sam Darnold was right there talent-wise, which I don't think he is, I think talent-wise they're there. I don't think that Darnold has the the personality that Baker has. Baker commands respect. That is true. And Darnold's that's not him. That's not his game. I, I agree with and that. And I think that's the reason well, why he actually won the starting job is because of his personality. He's a fired-up guy. Christian McCaffrey didn't help. So I feel like having Baker Mayfield, you can if Christian McCaffrey goes down again – Baker is actually serviceable to get the ball out. I, I will opinion. say I agree with him to that point. If McC- the offense as a whole is more serviceable with Baker out there than with Correct. Sam Darnold, I think. Now you got to look and see if they're going to deal Darnold. That could happen within the next week here. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I think they should hang on to him. I, agree I think with that. every team in the league needs a serviceable, a serviceable backup. Because if you don't have it, you're going to be in trouble. Right. And if something happens, you're in trouble. On top of that, they also placed uh, rookie quarterback Matt Corral 
season-ending injury reserve. He will not that's play this year. That's too bad because that's a up-and-coming guy. Yeah, but he's a, he's a pretty good kid. You know something? It's almost good he's not getting thrown into that situation. That is true. You know what I mean? So, but in other <laughs> quarterback injury news, uh, Jets quarterback Zach Wilson went down. He is expected to miss the first few weeks of the They're season. saying two to three weeks. Uh, two to three. Which I think it could possibly be more. In NFL words, it's four to five. So we, (laughs) another phoenix shall rise from the ashes, Joe Flacco, is going to be the Jets week one starter. I mean, okay, Joe Flacco. There you go. Super Bowl champion. Last week. I'm sorry, did he win MVP in that game with Baltimore? Did he, is he the one that won MVP or was it Ray Lewis? It had to have been. I can't remember. It had to have been. I'm not sure. Check that that real quick. Uh, just Google Ravens Super Bowl MVP, but it had to be. There's Did no Flacco? way. Huh? Was it Flacco? There's no way. Against the 49ers. It Joe was. Against wow. the 49ers. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Super Bowl champion yes. and Super Bowl MVP. Yes. Who do you think was worse, Trent Dilfer or Joe Flacco? Oh, I, it was definitely Trent Dilfer. <laughs> I mean, Is Flacco a close second, though? Oh, I would Joe say Flacco so. Ain't I got that bad. Out of Come all on. the Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. That bad. They had to probably be the two worst quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls. Was Joe Flacco ever elite? Was ever what? Elite. No. You would never have given him the elite. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, serviceable. Serviceable. Serviceable guys. You can but win a little a more Bowl. than serviceable. So he's not huh? kind of Sam Darnold serviceable. You you can win a Super Bowl with a serviceable quarterback. He has Trent some- Dilfer. Yeah. Most that, quarterbacks when, that win when a your Super defense Bowl is scoring seventeen points a game, that's the reason why they won the Super Bowl. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that Ravens defense that won the Super Bowl is probably one of the best ever. But moving on, um, <clears throat> in some other news, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Kansas City Chiefs' new wide receiver, uh, will be ready to play in Week One. So that is some good news. That's big. I, I think he's going to have a big year. Yeah, I really do. I, I think he fits very nicely you were with that right. offense. Uh, on this, you were right. Also, you were talking about Schuster being a sleeper, and I yeah, I think you're right. You know, I mean, PSA: Don't expect him to put up Tyree Kill numbers. Okay, don't. He's not going to put up Tyree Kill. Well, numbers. he doesn't have the run after catch. He doesn't have the talent Tyree Kill has. In a nutshell, that's it. Correct. But as a perfect complement to Travis Kelsey on that offense with a lot of other young, less notable, speedy receivers. Yes. I, I think you're going to see a different type of Kansas City offense this year. I really do. I agree. I think you're going to see a team that's more predicated to the run than they have been, been in the past. Right. I really do. I think they're going to have to. And it'll be interesting because out of the Chiefs camp, obviously Clyde Edwards is – the starter, but Ronald Jones, we've heard a lot of mixed reviews on him coming out of camp. Some people say he could start and steal the job away from Clyde. Other people say he's not going to make the team. So that'll be an interesting interesting thing to watch. That Chiefs offense is, like you said, going to be different, and I think it's going to be really interesting. So we're going to keep an eye on that. I think you're going to see them go back to what they were when they won the Super Bowl that year. You're going to see it more of a Kareem Hunt-based offense than you have in the past. They're going to be more predicated with the run than than normal. Yeah. 
I, I think that's true. They're going to have to be. Because at the end of the day, you can – Travis Kelsey is what he is, and you know they, what you're going to They haven't get. had a consistent running back since, since Kareem Hunt. Since he left. Yeah. Uh, Detroit Lions rookie wide receiver Jamison Williams has been placed on the reserve non-football injury list because obviously he got injured in college. And he will miss at least the first four games. He will be eligible to return after week four. I think he's going to miss a few more than that if the Lions are They're smart. They're not going to rush him back. I, I don't see them. If the Lions really are don't smart, need to rush him right now. No. You let him take his time. Yeah. Take as much time as he needs to get right. Please. Please. Because he's electric. Please. You'll see. He's ele- he'll be electric right out of the gate. Yeah. He won't miss. I think as soon if they give him the proper amount of rest, yeah, he will come in and make an instant impact. There's not really a question in my mind there. Uh, Sterling Shepard, wide receiver for the New York Giants, will be activated from the pup before Week One, and will play. They need him. Week One. He's probably their most solid receiver. Here's the issue with him. What are you going to get? We, we I, I don't, I don't even remember. Like, the, this is the problem with the Giants' wide receivers in a hole. We don't know who's fucking there. Is well, Kenny because- Galladay alive? Do they want Kadarius <laughs> Tony on the team? And is Sterling Shepard even still viable? These guys cannot put together more than a four or five game stint without seeing injured, massive people. injury. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, as far as fantasy ramifications go. Wide receiver wise, they're always decimated. They're decimated. They're always decimated. I, I don't. I don't get made. it. Wide receiver wise, in fantasy, excuse me, fantasy wise, I think Sterling Shepard being there takes that Kadarius Tony interest down for me a little bit. But I'm staying the fuck away from both of them <laughs> personally. Staying away from any giant. Anybody receiver. with the Giants uniform on, you just stay away from. <laughs> Let's just pick their defense. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals safety Jesse Bates has returned to the team and signed his franchise tag, so he will be with them for at least this year, and he will get paid $12.9 million. It's too bad they couldn't work out a contract with him. I think he's the catalyst of that defense. I agree, and I, I think really if, they, if they have an issue working out a contract with him, they'll double tag him. Uh, and I don't, I don't think that would be terrible. Just double tag him. You need to keep him there. He's – I think Jesse Bates is one of the most underrated safeties in the league. It's a very, very, very good thing that the Giants are keeping him. You know, I saw this. Desmond Ritter has kind of looked good in the preseason. He's not a bad quarterback. You know, the Lions were really high on him. I know. And I'm watching him, and I was very high. I'm higher than most on Mariota. I'll say that. I'm going to say this. Mariota is going to have a very good year. If he could stay healthy, I got a feeling he's going to really tear it up. I think there's a little bit more of a quarterback competition going on in Atlanta than meets the eye. I don't. I don't think so. I think it's Mariota's job, period. I mean, Desmond Ritter, 10 for 13 for 143 yards. He's, got, he's playing against a bunch of twos. And I, a know, of I know. I know. I, Mariota's look good from, from day one, so I don't have an issue with him at all. In fact, I think, you know what? 
we all thought Atlanta was going to be at the bottom of the barrel here. I don't believe that's going to happen. I know. I really don't. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. I think they're Carolina has definitely made a jump. And next week when our week one power rankings come out, that jump will be reflected. Unfortunately, in that division, obviously the Buccaneers hold a lot of the power. I think New Orleans is pretty middle of the road. I think Atlanta is making its way towards New Orleans a little. We got we got to see if Jameis uh, Winston's even going to be ready there in New Orleans. The last time I seen him, he had this big old knee brace on and could not move around at all. Wow. I don't even know. Taysom Hill's still on the Saints. There you go. Yeah, Toss but he's him out playing there. tight end or some shit like that. Yeah, just throw him out there wherever, you know. Um, other than that, I think that's the news. I think we are pretty well, caught up. Talk about since 1953, Metro Detroiters have trusted one name for all their produce needs. Joe Randazzo's Fruit and Vegetable prides itself on providing the freshest and highest quality produce at the absolute lowest prices. There are four locations in Detroit, Dearborn Heights, Westland, and Roseville have a wide variety of ethnic produce from all around the world. One of the few remaining produce-centric markets left in the country, I can assure you your time shopping at Joe Randazzo's with its open-air and old-world market feel will be nothing but an enjoyable one. Coming off of a fresh remodel, cleanliness and safety are priority one, with quality, low prices, and customer satisfaction being a very close second. Come see why for the last six decades, many have tried to imitate, but no one can duplicate. Joe Randazzo's Fruit and Vegetable, serving Detroiters the freshest fruits and vegetables since 1953. Before we go there... okay. Reports coming out of Tampa are that Tom Brady looked absolutely fantastic in his first practice back with the team after his two-week hiatus, and he confirmed via Twitter that he was not on The Masked Singer. I will tell you this. I was in New York. I was was on the toilet. I was reading tweets, and I saw The Masked Singer thing come out, and I saw somebody that went way down the rabbit hole. With the whole Fox. About how he signed the deal with Fox before he decided he wanted to come back. And then the deal that he had to make with Fox to be able to keep the the broadcasting contract was that he'd do the Mass Singer. And that's why Tampa Bay knew he was going to be gone because the Mass Singer thing was in his Fox contract and it was already planned. And Tom Brady was on the Mass Singer. I was sold. I was like, Tom Brady's on the fucking Mass Singer. This is awesome. (laughs) But he confirmed it wasn't Uh true. He confirmed it wasn't true. He is back with the team, so everybody can take a deep breath now. I was kind of hoping his wife was going to leave him. No, that's not. To make it interesting. Could you imagine how pissed he'd be? He'd probably come out and they'd go undefeated. That's not going to happen. They just lost another lineman, too. Uh, Their their Buccaneers offensive line is definitely something to keep an eye on right now because I'm not going to lie. It's starting to make it, me it's, nervous. That's it's very nerve-wracking. Um, they're going to be playing a bunch of second-unit guys at best. And yeah. uh, I mean, Russell Gage didn't practice this week. He's banged up. I wouldn't even worry about Russell Gage. You know Chris what? Godwin is just just starting to come back and do 11-on-11 11 drills. I don't even need him right now. Uh, Mike Evans is back at practice, tweak hamstring. But Julio Jones is there, and he's strong. 
the offensive line That's is scary. starting to really worry me because Brady can do a lot, but if he's on his back at 45 years old, yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna end well for him. That's it won't sure. end well. It won't. They can't well. fix these these things here in the next couple of weeks, and 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 be confident in what they got. They they could be in some serious shit. Okay, let's talk about what's on everybody's mind before we get back into fantasy and closing out the preseason. Essentially, Deshaun Watson has accepted his changed up punishment by Roger Goodell, which is an eleven week suspension. And a $5 million fine. The Cleveland Browns will also be paying $2 million in fines. All of the money will be donated to some sort of women's walk, walk, charity, walk, walk. which is a very, very, very good thing for the NFL to do, especially in this situation. I do commend Goodell for doing that and taking those checks and donating them to charity. That was definitely the right move on his part. Now, the 11 weeks, I think we made a little bit of headway over six. But again, come on, man. It, it's, a, it's a fucking clown show. It, it's a fucking clown show. And for, listen, you brought in an arbitrator. You brought in a judge to do this case. And she had found six games to be reasonable and then he's gonna step in and add five more games to it what was the fucking point of going to an outside source if you're gonna turn around and do that okay what is the point what is the point he he is such a clown man i man what are you fucking doing here does he realize how inept it looks okay judges are supposed to decipher law All right. And if you go by the book, what Deshaun Watson did by the book was violate the code of conduct, which is six games. We've talked about that before. And, and, And what I'm saying is this. Why waste everybody's time and resources and effort and money into doing that? And then turn around and give him fucking five more games on top of it. Because it makes no sense. Because that's what the he collective makes bargaining no sense. Because that's what they decided to do in the collective bargaining agreement was that they were going to bring this person in to arbitrate and and give them and and do the punishments so that way you wouldn't have this conflict. Yeah, but you conflict. just totally undermined her authority. But, but if you if you dig, she a little, said she wished she could have gave him more. Right. But yeah, I by, understand that. I understand that. But her ruling should have been final. No, I disagree. I, I think her rule. Then why even use her? Why even use that? Because. If you were going to suspend this guy for 11 games, he should have just got 11 games or a fucking year and it been done with. Why did they go waste the money to an outside source to do this? It makes no sense. It makes no fucking sense. Are you ready? Yeah. Because in the collective bargaining agreement, what the judge was brought in to do is determine what rules this player violated. Correct. Okay. And then give a suspension or a ruling or whatever you want to call it based on that. So because of 
Because, like we talked about, there's no outline for this behavior in the rule book. All it is is the blanket. The only thing you can throw at him is the blanket. He violated the, the code, code of, of conduct. conduct. Correct. Violation That's the blanket. of the code of conduct is six weeks. Done. Because there's nothing else there. So now, and I, w- I give Roger Goodell the benefit of the doubt here. Violating the code of conduct and, you know, tweeting out, the NFL referees are a bunch of fucking assholes and suspending somebody for six games. And what Deshaun Watson did are two different things. The punishment of six games by the book, that was all they could do. But then if you're going to take it from a logical standpoint and put the I, book I, to I, the I, side. I totally get what you're saying right that now. That fits the punishment. But what I'm saying is this. You wasted everybody's fucking time. He should have just made it indefinite, sat back, let it play itself out in court like he did, and then make a decision afterwards. You didn't need to bring somebody else into it. But you're missing the point. They have to. In the CBA between the PA and the NFL, they have to. It has to go to her first. It has to go to the judge first. Okay. There's no option. That was the agreement they struck to avoid. You just totally undermined what she did. Correct, but she came out with the explanation and said, that's all I could do. I would have done more, but because I am supposed to do this by the book, this is all I could do. Hopefully Roger Goodell does more. Roger Goodell the right to come in and give him five more games? Because he's the head motherfucker in charge and he can do it. That's just, it's wrong. Because she could not. It's wrong. She could not. Because if she would have... She would have been violating what she was set out to do, which is do things well, by the book. Well, you kind of get what I'm saying then. I agree. The whole thing is fucked it, it's up. A, it's a clusterfuck. Make it, it, it should be that way. You're either going to do it completely by the book or not by the book. But again, it, it NFL was all just never, a big waste of time is what it was. The NFL never handles this properly. <clears throat> and I'll tell you what. <clears throat> uh, it was a media show. I don't know what his wife's name is. I want to say it's D Haslam, Jimmy Haslam, the owner of the fucking yeah. Browns. You are a fucking scumbag. I am willing to toss his fucking ass right up. He is on a fast track to the fucking top. You, Jimmy Haslam, are a fucking scumbag. And you know what? Deshaun Watson, you're an even bigger fucking scumbag. Because the let me tell you something. I I I expressed to you last week about what he did. He claimed his innocence the whole time. Mm-hmm. Then he knows that the fire's about to come down. Yeah. So then he he puts he out this bullshit apology. And then bullshit apology. And then double cross that apology. And and then and then come back and say after that. Then a few days later, he comes out making excuses for himself. I, again. Yeah. So at what point? At, at what point does any of this make any goddamn sense? You want to know what made me want to throw up about that whole fucking thing? And I'm gonna. Give me a second to break this the fuck down. Because I was sitting there watching this all unfold. And I wanted to throw up. He comes out and issues... He claims innocence the whole time. Then he issues an apology. Then, after this is handed down, he's standing up there with the owner and his fucking wife. Okay, giving their little their little two cents on it. And he goes... He didn't apologize for what he did. He didn't apologize for any... He goes... I'm sorry if what I'm sorry if this if the situation triggered anybody. 
That's what he apologized for. I didn't, that made absolutely no fucking sense to me. I, I'm who, claiming who my is, innocence, but I'm sorry if the situation triggered anybody. Who, who is it that's 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 telling this guy what to do? Who's his, representing this guy? His scumbag awful. agent. Awful. And his scumbag agent, which I need to find his name. Yeah, can you Google his name? Watson's agent. I'd like to know. David Mulgetta. What is his name? David David Mulgetta, M-U-L-U-G-H-E-T-A. And then he came out. Mulgetta? Mulgetta. David Mulgetta. He came out and issued a a and put out a fucking tweet that made me want to throw up even more. Hold on. I'm going to find it real quick here. Oh. To be clear, Judge Robinson repeated the NFL's narrative. She received a brief from the NFL weeks before we had the opportunity to talk to her. In our first call with the judge, she referred to Deshaun's pattern of behavior. Her mind was met was made up before we even presented a counter. Well, no shit. Because Deshaun's pattern of behavior, which is well documented, which he admitted to, was shit. Was shit. The pattern of behavior is well, complete. Of course he's going to use that as an excuse. It's complete instability. Yes. Okay, because we know what the pattern of behavior is. The pattern of, be- the pattern of behavior is a guy getting paid 30 plus million dollars a year with an entire NFL team's facility behind him in in a, one of the, America's largest cities driving hours out of his way to go get massages from masseuses he found off Craigslist in Texas boonies. That pattern of behavior in itself, without anything else there, is completely unstable. Period. So yes, David Mulgetta. Yeah. Anybody with next, eyes, next time, take your the judge, and send him to the fucking brothel. Yes. You fucking asshole. Any anyone with eyes, including the judge, could see that his pattern of behavior was incorrect. Even without the allegations, there's yes. something wrong with that pattern of behavior. Again, the NFL, I, I'll give them this, and you know I'm never, ever, ever one to give Roger Goodell props. I fucking can't stand him. I think Goodell's a clown. I agree. I but really on do. This I'm not one, giving him any props on this at all. Clown. On this one, it, imagine if he wouldn't have done anything. Listen to me. Like I said, he should have gave him a fucking year from the get. Agree. From the get. Agree. From the get. Let her go to arbitration. If she would have said six games, then give him 11. No. Then I would have respected him for that. Because he made made the attempt. He did nothing. He did nothing. He let it sit. He let it fester. He let it get out of fucking control. I'm talking about Roger Goodell. But he waited for the legal proceedings to finish. Mm -hmm. Okay? Then they bring in the arbitrator before he even fucking makes a statement. But that's they, they you're missing it. They have to do I that. I thought I thought that he had to make a ruling no. first before the arbitrators come the in. Arbitrators do it first. Okay. Well, I still I still think he dropped a ball. But that's why I'll give him props because he could have done nothing. And and he, he should have suspended him indefinitely until it was all cleared up. But period. Here's the issue with that. Then you would have had an ongoing battle. What, if a violation? They, no. That's a violation of his rights? No. If they would have suspended him indefinitely, then the NFLPA and Deshaun would have countersued, and then we'd have it going to real court, and it'd be going on for a year, and Deshaun would have played this year, and the whole thing, the, the deflate right, situation. Right, I get it. They wanted to, so they had right. to come up with all something right, I get it. that right. would fit in the middle. 
And I think I they just did think a it's all wrong. Job of that. It's all wrong. I, I, th- I think he misrepresented himself. I think the people that are speaking for him are, are fucking clueless. The, and it should have never have gotten as far as it has. The, I could not fucking believe when I saw the owner of the Cleveland Browns up there giving this spiel about how Deshaun's going to go to a center and he's going to have an evaluation and they're going to get this worked out. You know, everybody well, deserves him. a second chance. Okay. I, I got a question for fucking. What did he do wrong then? Right. If he's so fucking innocent. Why does he need a second yeah. chance? I got, I have a question for them. I have a question for them. Okay. If it was one of the Cleveland Browns owners' daughters that was making these accusations, would you be standing up there, Jimmy Haslam, talking about how, oh, defending he's, him? He's going to go to a center and get an evaluation. And, you know, hopefully then everybody deserves a second chance. No, no. You and all your fucking billions would be doing anything you could to make to sure he never up. saw the fucking yes. light of day again. You're a fucking asshole and a hypocrite and a scumbag. And Sean a hypocrite. Watson, Jimmy Haslam, Jimmy Haslam's wife, who I believe is D Haslam or whatever the fuck her name is, and David Mulgetta, your agent. You're all a bunch of fucking scumbags. And the worst part about it is the agent. And the owner knew this was going to happen because of the way the contract is, and that makes them all even more scumbags. Correct. Because they were trying to make it as less money as possible that he'd have to to pay. His fucking pockets. Yes. So they're they're, well. Guess what? They got their guy. They They got got their guy. Hmm? Okay, he's going to sit the first eleven games. Yep. Okay, which I think they'll be done. You you could count on them probably finishing toward the basement. Oh yeah, they should be. I agree. Uh, you know, they'll be one step up from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the time he comes back, hopefully it's too late for them to do anything about it. Oh, no, it will be. For They're, this year. The Browns are irrelevant this year. But you know what's fucked up? I feel I feel sorry for guys like Miles Garrett and, and guys that are going to be playing their heart out there. How, how can you expect these guys to stand up and, and play as hard as they can for guys – for people that own teams like that and that are just fucking irrelevant. They're just they're garbage. I just We I, know this. We've been a Detroit fan base forever. We know how bad an inept ownership is. Could you until they fucking turn it around? And I'm and I'm glad that the Ravens won that Super Bowl. Fuck Cleveland. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Could you imagine if that I will say this. If this was Detroit and that that happened, and it was Jared Goff in this situation, I don't think Martha Ford would be out there doing that. That is truly... I, you I, mean Sheila Ford Hemp? Sheila Ford Hemp. Any of them would be out there... No, they wouldn't be. ...talking like no, that. No, they they'd be going the other way. They're, yes. they're not... That's, that is... That's I, was, I was just blown away when I saw that. Yeah. The three of them standing up there in front of the Browns logo making a statement. About this fuck, about this guy, and about how oh he needs to go be evaluated, and he'll be okay, and he deserves his second chance. Hey, I re- I remember Ray Rice getting fucking bombarded, dude, and I didn't see anybody from ownership no Ravens fuck stand no. behind him. Kareem Hunt, when he punched that broad, punched his wife in yeah. the face. Yeah, nobody stood up, backed him. I mean, they supported him. They said they were supporting him, but nobody came out and said, oh, you know what? We got his back and this yeah. and that. And, they, you know, the other thing, he did say that. Jimmy Haslam said that. Well, we gave Kareem a second chance, and look how that look how that turned out. But, again, not discounting what Kareem Hunt did. 
the 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 severity of the situation. It was just so under my. It was the whole thing was a carnival. They said that about Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. Boss Kareem Hunt, I'd want out of there, and he does. He does I know that. Yeah. So I we're waiting to hear about that too. He obviously sees the uh, the goddamn festering clusterfuck that is the Cleveland exactly. Browns. Exactly. He obviously sees it. Bruce has something that he needs to chime in here about. So go ahead. I was just gonna say that there's. Well, they settled with 23 out of 24 women. Right. There's one lone ranger one that hasn't ranger. settled. I hope she just goes all for it. I do, too. I, I, I hope she buries this mother. I said this last week. Shit like this. Here, here's the problem, though. She called him a predator with power. What? She called him a predator with power. Okay. Well, guess what? There's still no legal shit. That's going to be thrown at. Why him. do you think that she's? It not all depends. It, it, it's all the, all the. How should I put this? The criminal aspects of it have already gone through. That is done. He will not be indicted criminally at all. So it's all about money. Hey, it has nothing to do with him going. He will not go to prison. You're missing this. What do you mean? That's a loose end. It's not a loose end. Yes, Her cases is. are all the cases that were were being thought after already went before the uh commission mm-hmm. and they cannot charge him on the evidence that was brought to them how many times in this country do you think if something gains enough noise if this woman I, gains I enough noise saying. they open this saying. shit Listen, back up hold on i'll the, read it the the only way this will go forward is this in her lawsuit an alleged Watson exposed his penis to her several times and asked her to do things she felt uncomfortable with during their session. The experience left her feeling trapped, angry, and dirty. Okay. That's yeah. That sounds like enough okay. to go after the guy. Okay. Like Did she call the police? Did no. she make a police report? Did the police come to the residence? Either way. Did the police come to the residence? That's beside. Did they charge him? No. Did they arrest no. him? No. No. But the Guess longer. What? The longer this will gain momentum, the longer she stays out there, the more of a chance this has of picking up more and more steam, yeah. more and more news, pressure I, from I, the public, and we have the Houston DA I, reopening. I, I, I see what you're saying, dude, but criminally there is nothing, nothing there. There's nothing there criminally. That's the problem. From what she there, said, there, it wasn't sexual assault. He did that, not rape her. He did not fucking touch her. He he was talking about her touching him. No, and if he and if that's the case, it's a money issue. That's all. Watson it is. exposed his penis to her several times. Okay, if you were at Kroger and you walked around exposing your penis several times, yes, I think you would go to jail for indecent exposure. Correct. I I get that, but when you're a massage therapist who massages people that are naked, I highly doubt that that's going to happen. Guess what? That's the nature of the beast. Welcome to nature 2022, of the baby. I'm sorry? To me, Catch up with your times. You kind of you know, understand what I'm times. saying? Have you ever had a massage at a place before? No. A yes. parlor? Many of Have you? Never Many of them. Are you naked? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're under blankets and shit. Never, I'm telling you right now, I, I just think it's all, it was handled the wrong way. There's nothing <laughs> oh. criminally that can be, this guy can be charged with. Nothing. Nothing. You want to charge him with a decent exposure? That's about all you're going to get on him. And that's a fine and a smack on the hand, and you go on your way. That's all it is. Well, So I, I, what I'm trying to say is this. 
anything above and beyond what's going on right now. It's, it's just about money. It's about money. Is he a scumbag? Yes. Is he going to have to go to little classes and say, hey, don't violate people's space with your penis? Yes, he's going to have that. <laughs> she said she's... You can't do that. She's denied all offers because... Of course she did. ...of the language of such offers have not included any sincere acknowledgement of remorse and wrong. Guess what? Wrong Her thing is, you want to know why she's Nor have they included any promises... Of rehabilitative whatever treatment. she's she's holding out for more cash. She's the smart one out of the other 24, 23. Yep. She's holding out for the mega millions, and I don't blame her. I would do the same goddamn so thing. So would I. Yes, yeah, so I would do the same fucking thing if I was her. She's got every right to. You know? Yeah. Huh? She's got every right to. Well, I I mean, it is what it is. Listen, the whole case, the whole twenty four cases. All of this was about money. Yeah, but if you get enough it's backing that this guy's being... just such a scumbag, like the Browns eventually just have to pull the plug on him. Listen to me. No, they don't. That's what you're missing. The Browns yeah. don't, and they never will. Because yeah. the Browns... I guess that's true. They're, they, the Browns, yeah. honest to God, they're, the, they're messed up. Why do, you, why do you think the Cleveland Browns they're are being fined thing. also? Yeah, because they, they, they play Why do you think they're being fined? Yeah. They're okay with it. Yeah. That's why that's they got true. fucking fine too. They don't give a right. that's it. They don't give they don't a fuck. They don't care. I guess you're right. Jimmy Haslam, you have sold your soul to the devil, you evil that's it. fuck. And you'll get it in the end you're gonna get exactly what you deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyways, should we talk about football? Yeah, sure. Beautiful. Let's uh, let's actually talk about football. Because honestly, I've talked we've talked enough about this scumbag. Yeah, let's um, not give him, him any more fucking time, please. Fucking asshole. Okay. Excuse my French, everybody. Let's I know I cuss a little too much. Okay. We're gonna talk about week one of the NFL season because it's two weeks away. Uh next week, we're gonna come at you with two shows. You mean week two? Are you talking about future or I don't want to talk about any more fucking preseason shit. I've had enough. We've seen a lot uh, of rookies I mean, do some crazy shit. We've kind of seen yeah. some exciting plays. Yeah. Uh, there's some players that have been standing out. Go. Let's get the uh, run Who's down. been standing out for you? Who did you just tell me about me, today? I like, I, from what I have Inside seen. Desmond Ritter. From what I have seen, Desmond Ritter looked fantastic so far. I'll, I'll say that. good against the Lions. He looked good against the Lions. This week, again, 10 for 12 passing, 140 God. yards. In a pre, I know it's, pre, again, it's preseason. That's, I don't put much weight on any of this shit, but like. At the end of the day, the guy's having a very, very nice yeah. preseason for for a rookie. I like QB. George Pickens. I thought George Pickens has played outstanding. George Pickens preseason. George Pickens is going to be, I think, that guy that everybody, the Victor Cruz, <laughs> like he's the one that everybody's going to be kind of irritated they missed out on. Yeah, and you know what? Like Drake London went what 10, 11 overall. George Pickens went mid second round. Yeah. I I'm honestly I'll be shocked if we see Drake London play ten plus games this year. And that uh, was if the, he's even ready. If he's even ready started. to start the season. Yeah. I mean and that's that sucks. But I'll say this George Pickens might blow up a lot of fantasy games because who else is there? I mean they have uh, Deontay Johnson. Yeah, 
Yeah, and he carried them. They last have year. Najee Harris. Like slowly, that Steelers offense. That and, and granted, is Mitch Trubisky who's going to be the starter? Most likely Mitch, but we'll see. It, dude, it's it's going to be Kenny. If it's Kenny, it's Pickett, be Kenny Pickett, and they give him the reins and say, "Go out, boy, go out there and play." The Steelers' offense is really starting to look. Starting to gel. You know, everybody thought. I won't say everybody good. Thought I'll these say these guys were going to be in the basement. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't think so either. If these anymore. guys come out hot. That defense, you know, uh, puts together a, a better showing than they did last year. They were actually pretty awful against the run last year. If they they can be strong this year, and these young quarterbacks kind of gel, you never know. How do you feel about Bailey Zapp? I, I'm actually a big fan of his. <laughs> I really am. I, I knew I, that was going to be. I'm a big fan of his. Bailey Zapp, the Patriots yeah. quarterback, just out there. Out of Western Kentucky. 16 for 25, 173 yards, an interception, and a sack. He plays with a lot of heart. Does he? <laughs> he reminds me of Taylor Heineke. Does he? Uh, another one. I want to see a little bit more work on, but I think Chris Olave is going to be really good. I do too. I, I like him. And I think if, uh, basically if Michael Thomas comes back, because everybody will be rolling coverage toward him, Olave could have a monster, monster year. Monster fucking year. I, I, he gets me, he gets me very, He's such excited. a precise route runner. I'm telling you, man. Uh, he, out of all of the rookie wide receivers we have seen, I think Chris Olave, when he's on the field, looks the most pro ready. Yes, I inside Pickens. Yep, I think him and Pickens. Both him and look Pickens have both looked. They're both pro ready, like crisp, crisp. Um, Davis Mills, what are your thoughts so far there? Well, I mean, he really hasn't played. No, but he, he had seventeen a little attempts bit. in the last game. Yeah, he got. Ass hammered in the last game. I seen it. Yes, he did. Uh, and he, they look a little out of sync. They're learning a new system, and I get that. So we'll see what happens with them. Um, the Broncos and the Bills. The Bills somehow put up forty-two points. Uh Duke Johnson had two rushing touchdowns, and uh, as did Zach Moss. That's uh, you're not going to see that during the year. I know. They're playing against a bunch of second. Most and of those guys, guys will probably be fucking cut. Yeah. I mean, if either one of those guys even make the team. Yeah. yeah. Um. Other than that, n- there there hasn't been that much that stood out to me. Well, here's the thing. It's it's a thing locally here. Uh, who's going to win the backup job here? Is it David Blau or is it uh, the other it's cat? Boyle. Huh? It's, it's got to be Tim it's, fucking. It's Boyle. Tim Boyle. Boyle is not the greatest fucking, excuse my friend. Blau has been awful. Yeah, Blau has been terrible. I don't to get on him, but the thing is right here, you cost the team the game in the first preseason game. I get his preseason. It means nothing. He fucking dropped the ball. They lost because of him. Right. Now, in the second preseason game, they wound up winning by a point, but this guy turned the ball, put the ball on the ground again. Tim Boyle was back out there. And then threw an interception. Was Tim Boyle at the end of Talking the game? Talking about David Blau. Yeah, I know. I didn't catch the beginning of the game. Listen, he put the ball on the ground again and then threw a pick. 
Okay. But he turned the ball three out, three, turned over three times in two games. Do we really give a fuck of it? No, I. You, you want to know, know what? who here, I give a fuck about? Here's the problem: if if golf goes down, if if golf goes down, they're not going to win a fucking they game. They are so absolutely it's fucked. It's not necessarily but true. If we want to talk about the fucking Lions, okay? There's one name: Michael Bryant. After his monster performance in week one, wide receiver Tom Kennedy came out again this week. Oh, Two yeah. touchdown receptions. Tom Kennedy will make the team. Here's the thing. <laughs> Who's going to not make the roster? Right. Is it Cephas? It's going to be Cephas. No, Cephas it could be Khalif. Khalif Raymond. Or Khalif it could Raymond? be, uh, who's yeah. that other? Uh, Reynolds. Maybe. Josh Reynolds? No, they'll keep Craig Reynolds. Oh, Craig, Craig Reynolds. Reynolds. Craig Reynolds will make the team. You think so? Mm. I really do. I think he's number three on the running back chart. Wow. I think he's jumped in front of Jefferson and Justin Jackson. I really do. Justin Jackson, unfortunately, I don't think he's going to make the team. And, and God, a guy. Well, with, it's either him or Jefferson. Or, a guy who had so team. much upside, but Jackson's actually played really well. I know, but he's just, Jefferson hasn't been able to stay on the p- on the field right now. Right. Uh, you know who else looked pretty bad out of the quarterback position? Sam Howell. Now, when I seen him, he didn't look that bad. He was, he had a pretty good game that first game. The second game, he went 10 for 18, 122 yards, a pick, and two sacks, which yeah. is well. not wildly impressive. Uh, yeah. un- we talked about this last week. Mahomes was out there for a lot of snaps. Mahomes was out there for a lot of fucking snaps again. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe he won't play at all in week three. But- oh, that's possible. Mahomes, 12 well, Here's for the 19, thing. Andy Reid doesn't like to play any of his starters at third preseason game oh. because he wants he wants all – he's still evaluating who's going to be on the roster. Let's hope. And I get that. Uh, how do you feel about Kyle Trask's performance, your your favorite young I, quarterback? I actually didn't get a chance to see it. 11 for 24 for 105 yards and a pick, a quarterback rating of 41. 41? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. It's better uh, than David Blau, but it's not good. Slightly. Uh, Malik Willis cooled off again this week, too. Um, hey, he's got a hell of a fucking arm. Here, oh, here's the thing with he's Malik got a Willis. Hell now, of an arm. now do you understand why Mike Vrabel was fucking melting down in that first game? Now you kind of fucking understand it, right? The guy needs to fucking read his progressions. He needs to drop back, read the defense, and stop stop. Running around and being cute like Pat Mahomes, you got to fucking go through your progressions. And he's not doing it. He had that, and I one, get it. Uh, he had that one touchdown. Uh, and it was a double coverage, and it was like a gunsling just straight off the arm. It was, it was pretty cool. It wasn't bad. Um, Throwing into double coverage, yeah, I know. You fucking but, understand yeah. what I'm saying here? <laughs> I mean, you yeah. idiot. <laughs> Yeah, I get, I get it. I get what you're saying. What the hell? Okay. A couple pieces of news just came out. Uh, Chase Young will miss the first four games. Oh, we knew that year. was going to happen. He's on the reserve yeah. pup. I had officially. Um, He's not ready. He might miss even more than that. Hold on. The There's some 49ers player on the pup. Hold on. For set. Where did it For go? Set? For set? Or I don't know what the hell his name is. Where did it go? Uh... The Raiders cut Kenyon Drake. They had no room for him. They had no fucking room. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, they said they tried wow. to trade him, but nothing materialized. Right. Dude, they had contract. These younger guys, they just drafted a guy, too. So these younger guys have stepped up, and they've decided they haven't needed him. Um, and this one's a big one. Chargers corner J.C. Jackson will be will miss the first four weeks. He underwent ankle surgery today in New York. That one is uh, <laughs> there. There goes your boy. There's always a reason why he cut somebody. Who? Uh, Belichick. He didn't cut him. Well, let him walk. He let him Whatever. walk. Well, you know how Belichick. See this? We don't even need to go there. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you right now. We're going to get into that in one second. Okay. But one other thing. Uh, the Falcons cut both Geronimo Allison and Auden Tate. Well, that one Al- kind of surprised was on the, on the Lions last year. Yeah. And never even seen the field, yeah, so, so that'll tell you. Uh, there's a career over. But there's a lot of things coming in right now, so as we go um, through the rest of the episode, I'll update us every so often because most all the 80 – the cuts down to 80 have to happen today. Correct. So everybody's cutting five guys today. And the Ravens. And by are, next week, they have to be down to whatever it is, 55. Ravens place Gus Edwards on the IR. So he'll miss the first four games. Well, we, we kind of figured that was going to happen. Yeah. That just sucks because, God, I love him. Um, but anyways, I want to touch on that, and then I want to get into some stuff for week one. It is The rumors are already swirling that Mike McCarthy is – not in the best place with Jerry Jones right now, and before the season even fucking starts, he's on the hot seat. Hey, so Jerry Jones probably listens to the pod. Hey, Jerry, if you're listening. <laughs> fuck, he doesn't have to listen. He's Get it. fucking rid of the guy. <laughs> he's uh, fucking, he should see it. He's fucking there. He's dog walking. Why do we have to tell him? Okay. He should fucking see it. The guy's inept. Realistically. He's a nice guy. but We haven't talked about the Cowboys in a second. Realistically, we know how talented the Cowboys roster is, right? On paper, every year, the Cowboys should be in the fucking Super Bowl. And every year, they get ousted in the first fucking round of the playoffs. So, if they make the playoffs. This is what's really interesting. If If Mike McCarthy is already on the fucking seat, when they play Tampa... Week one and lose, and then play Cincinnati week two and go 0 2 to start out the year at home. Oh, he should be gone. Does Jerry Jones have the balls to do that? But here, here's the thing if he, I'm, I'm still shocked he's there. I mean, I, I can't believe he didn't fire him last year. What, what I, I mean, what, what, what excuse can you use for last year? I don't know. Totally underachieving last year. It's every year, though. But you know what the fucked up part about it is? I mean, what do you use, injuries? They were just as bad with Jason Garrett. So is this this a culture? It's a Jerry Jones problem almost. Listen. Do you know something? Here's the problem. They haven't done anything since Jimmy Johnson left there. Their schedule, I mean, they could fuck. They'll be 500 by the bye week. Like it's almost a guarantee. Do you think they drop those first two at home in a bad fashion in Sean Payton's coaching week three? Oh, you think Sean Payton will be brought in that quick? I mean, that's if they, literally I, what I, I, I thought. I just can't see Sean Payton. Okay. I, I don't see that happening. Here's what 
the scenario playing it out will be this. Um, the offensive coordinator, what's his name? The kid from Boise. Oh, I'm looking at his goofy face. He played Fuck here. is his name, Bruce. The kid from Boise. The quarterback. I keep wanting to say quarterback. The He's the offensive That's coordinator there. Uh, Fuck, he played for Detroit, dude. He was Kellen here. Moore. Kellen Moore. I could see Kellen oh. Moore being an in- interim guy after probably fucking week three oh, or four when they start out in the toilet and Mike McCarthy finally get fucking axed. Okay. This is their first six weeks. At home against Tampa, at home against Cincinnati. Right. At the Giants. Right. At home against Washington. Okay. At LA Rams. Okay. At Philadelphia. Okay. So I got them going two and, two and four. Two and four. Two and four. I think they're if they go two and four, I think Mike McCarthy. If they go to Philadelphia and lose. Yeah. And that puts them at two and four. He'll be gone. Hey, you don't even know. They they could go to they could be at home and get stunk by Washington. Uh, that's not gonna happen. I don't think that'll happen either. And then but. then they play at home against Detroit, at home against Chicago, and hit the bye week. Well, they got a chance to win a couple games right there. They got a good opportunity to bounce back from that bad start and possibly get to five hundred. I think that Mike McCarthy will be gone. Mike McCarthy will not be coaching the Cowboys against the Lions on October 23rd. That's that's my take of the day. That's your hot that's, take? That's, just, that's the hot take of the there's day. There's no way. You want, you want to know something? Depending on how fucking terrible those two first games go, he might be gone by before we I, uh, that's No, I think they will at least give him a shot to go halfway. I think if so week by week, week seven or eight, they're going to give him the pass on the really bad games. Under 500 and mediocrity is, it, is there. See, but like, how are you going to judge him if he can't beat Tampa at week one and if they can't beat the Bengals week two? If they can't, they beat can't go into the playoffs. Take them out week one and lay an egg against Tampa, whose yeah. offensive line is horrible, and they can't beat the Bucs. I think it's going to be a downhill spiral from there. Yeah, because then they're not going to beat Cincinnati. They, yeah, they can't that's beat the thing. Tampa week one. If they can't one, capitalize they're, they're... on those two games, I mean, they ain't going to capitalize on the the rest of them no. or into the playoffs. Well, because here's how it'll go. Tampa will go up big early, and then Dak Prescott will throw for 320 yards of garbage yards, and they'll lose by a uh, field goal. Yeah. Okay. And they're going to be like, oh, what a great game. And it won't be. It won't be. They'll lose. They'll lose. And they'll lose ugly. They'll lose ugly. Like I said, Prescott will throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns and still lose by a field goal. Yeah. And and that's what will wind up happening against Cincinnati the next week. They're, they're not going to get blown out by anybody. 55. But they will They will just not 55. win. And, and it's going to be ugly. And they can make all the excuses they want. They need a fucking real coach there. They haven't had a real coach since Jimmy Johnson left there for to make extends commercials about his <laughs> penis. I mean, they haven't won anything since he's left. They won three fucking Super Bowls with Jimmy Johnson. By the way, he won a national championship too at at the U. Miami. Yep. Okay. Jimmy Johnson, baby. 
Wow. You know who he had? Ray Lewis. Ed Reed. We found a way to crown three scumbags. Talk about penis pills and Trent Dilfer all in one episode. That's like, I don't think anybody's ever done that. No, that's that's fucking that's a first. It's unprecedented. Yeah. And David Blow. David Blow even got David Blau. talked about here. Yeah. Blau. Okay. Which he's a good guy. He just can't. Who? David Blau? Yeah, he's a good yeah, guy. Yeah, I feel sorry yeah, for him. You don't want to know why? His girlfriend, she's like the the, the ultimate athlete. And yeah. she's a better athlete than he is. Who's his girlfriend? And and he uh, he admits she it. He was in the she's some Olympics? track star. Tracks. Yeah, I, I feel bad for HBO. him. She can outrun him. She's faster than he is. She's probably oh, there's a new hard knocks tonight. Too. Is huh? There's a new hard knocks tonight. Correct. I did not watch the second episode yet, so don't spoil anything for me. Well, you didn't have TV you watch it. I didn't have a TV. No, I watched the first. Okay, I haven't watched the second one. The second one's pretty good. It's a lot about Blau and. Yeah. Stuff in it. You'll, They're going to start going. They actually that. made an episode about David fucking Blau. Well, was they go like behind David? the scenes. It's like, you know, about because like she placed, was it fifth or sixth or something in the Olympics? Yeah. Right. So then, you know, there was that video online of him watching and missing the face. It's her trying to go through her process of her career as well as him going through the process of his. Who gives a fuck? Well, you know, well, they're going to they football. So I heard that they're going to start going behind the scenes like that with a lot more people with all these players, Uh, all these players. Okay, well, that's cool. Well, because, you know, this is what Hard Knocks does. They'll pick out a few guys that they know that they're on the bubble and they'll follow them. And when they get their ass ripped out of them, (laughs) come come next week when they when they're not part of the fucking roster. You know why? Right. A Rodrigo stepping up big time. That's like Bruce's guy of the year. Listen, I, I, already... hey, I called it. Well, I called it from the draft. Nobody else Malcolm did. Rodriguez. Did I not? When I went over the Lions draft yes, picks, did. Yeah. I said I liked him out of everybody. And now look, he's stepping up huge. You just got fucking lucky. Listen, to no, me. I didn't Listen get lucky. I actually watched film on the guy okay. and actually anyway. <laughs> made my assessment of him. Like I said, it, that tells you what disarray they're in. If a rookie is your best fucking linebacker true, on this team, but a late round, it's good for well, a late that's round what they're rookie. saying. That's what he was saying in Hard Knocks. He's like, I can't believe I'm saying this about a rookie right now. Like you're talking you about the, the, the linebacker, linebacker coach, coach, yeah, Shepard, yeah. He's well, like, I can't what? believe I, I don't remember him. He said he tried. He's trying everything in his like. He's trying everything to not make him start. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, he so these vets need he, to step what, up. You don't think he realizes it? He's like, well, guess what? The most experienced guy we have is high school Anzalone. Okay? I don't know how many fucking times we need to go through this. But guess Pretty what? Much. It's not cutting it. The Lions defense is going to be their Achilles heel this year. You want to know why? They have no beef up front to stop the run. They will get their asses run down every week. Dalvin Cook will go for 175 yards against them twice this year. You may or may not be right. Who I knows? just told we'll you. See. We'll see. That's what's going to happen. We'll see. And so will Aaron Jones. Different, Aaron Jones different culture. will have career days. These two assholes are going to have career days running down the Lions' throat this right. year. Well, we'll see. Because Season's they did not right address what they should have addressed. Okay. I, I don't agree, and I don't disagree at the same yeah. time. Because instead of taking uh, guys with your three and fourth picks, 
when you had a, a, a viable option there who dropped and you decided not to use a draft pick on a guy like Nicobe Dean? I, I'm sorry. I still don't understand it. Just because the guy didn't want to have surgery. And you watch and see. Watch and see how it plays. Nobody's doubting it. I, I no. agree with you. I think N'Kobe Dean's gonna gonna be fantastic. But at the end of the day, when you could have picked him up at the fucking just the round before. Yes, but at the end of the day, you're you're spending the draft pick on a guy and you don't know what you don't know if he's gonna be healthy or not. That's it in a nutshell. Oh, he looks pretty fucking healthy. He to looks me. pretty fucking healthy now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um And he's making plays. He's fucking making plays. He should be making plays here. Not in Philadelphia. What the fuck? Do you remember Manti Teo? Yes, I do. Did you I remember watch him that? and his I sorry ass? I have not watched. You know that either. motherfucker made up a story about you know, his see, girlfriend. See, that's why. Ah, that, that's why I'm bringing this up. <laughs> a new Netflix documentary was just released. When? Was it yesterday or the day before? Over the weekend. Yeah, it was we'll over say. the weekend. Right. Of him going through the story. Of how he got catfished into thinking he had this girlfriend in this immensely elaborate plan this dude from his high school had to trick him into thinking he was this girl in Hawaii and she had died in all of that. So I'm going to try and watch it and and come back next week with a review. No, I remember when the story had come out. And and they interviewed him. I want I want to say before the national championship it was, and he was talking about it. Yeah. And then come to find out, it, none of it was true. They found out like a uh, uh, a day or two after the national championship game that it was all bullshit. Right. Yeah. yeah. And 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 the he media went from a hundred to zero real right, quick. The media filleted yeah. him for it. Yeah. And then I never lost. Now it came. Now it comes out, and supposedly this documentary is pretty groundbreaking into how deep this person went to catfish him and this dude oh, actually wow. thought his girlfriend was dead and she never even existed so we're gonna watch that and and come back with a little bit of it i actually feel sorry for him because i know he did go to the pros yeah he played, he played for, for a couple, couple of years. years uh he was never a standout yeah which he you never really no, he was, was a captain on the chargers for a year uh didn't he drop in the draft heavy too I, I don't think shit. it was about him dropping in the draft. He, I think his draft stock, like, pummeled when that shit came out. Oh, it might have. Yeah. It might have when it all came out. But I don't know whatever happened to him. I I, he was I around for a while. Like he had, what, maybe three, four years in the league? Well, I remember him. He got drafted by the Chargers. And I don't – he was uh, in the second round. Okay. But you had first-round talent at the time. Well, listen, he was a first-round guy because if you remember, that team's defense – had uh he came back, remember? Who's the guy, the defensive tack or the defensive end for uh Knicks. Knicks, the guy who played for the Pittsburgh Steelers all those years. He was he was on that team. There was a bunch of guys that went to the NFL on that team. On that on that uh Notre Dame squad that he played with. Oh, I'm taking a peek. I think he played with the Saints for a few, too. Tail. So, he was drafted in the second round, played for uh, by the Chargers, was named a captain. Um, 
got injured. Uh, he missed four games midseason due to an ankle injury in 15, tore his Achilles in 2016, signed a two-year contract with the Saints in 17, got hurt, did not play all of 2019, was signed to the Bears practice squad, and that was the end of it. So injuries ruined him. Right. You know. Well, that wasn't made to up. To finish but... him off, but he came back. He was first-round talent and then came back to Notre Dame for some reason and didn't have as good of a year and dropped. That's why he originally dropped. Yeah. And then all the girlfriend shit Correct. came out and really buried him. But either way, I, I'm, I'm excited to watch that. I'm going to catch up on uh, Hard Knocks tonight. Um, and a couple other things I want to talk about. Fantasy is right around the corner. Literally, if you're not prepping for your draft yet, you're, you're kind of already in the toilet, so you need to get on that. But we are going to come to you guys with a fantasy episode every week, right? We're going to save our normal episodes on YouTube and on Spotify for a our normal show, previewing, uh, breaking, previewing the games coming up, breaking down the games that happen, talking about news, things that are going on. But we are going to have a nice, whole-focused fantasy episode to, to really break it all down because throwing fantasy tidbits in here and there is good, but we like to think we have a lot of fantasy knowledge. Probably not, but we're, we're going to you know give what? it to you anyways. If you listen to me about fantasy, you're probably going to be in trouble. But I can't get you a sleeper here and there. Yeah. I, well, I yeah, normally I take the player that nobody wants and, and they, they wind up If they listen to you from the well. beginning of the season to midseason, they're fine. But from midseason to the end of He's the like season. He's like the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. What are you trying to say? I'm Mike McCarthy. You're like Mike McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm an app like Mike McCarthy. Now, if you are interested in playing fantasy, we are doing the tipped balls fantasy league where we want to play with some of you guys. We have a few people already in. If you're watching this and you are interested in playing with us, reach out to us on Instagram. We will get you all the information and get you signed up into the league. It's not going to be that intense. We're just going to, you know, have some fun with it. Um, other than that, Fantasy episode later on. And we're coming at you twice a week through the whole season with our regular episodes. So really, you get us three times a week, which is awesome. Uh, anything else to add? Nope. Shout out to my man Mullins. Shout out to Mullins, our new, our social media manager. He is the man with the plan here. He's the man with the plan who keeps tugger nuts in check. All right. Somebody has to. Bruce is wild. He needs he needs to uh, get Mullins has to keep the leash on him. Yeah, keep a leash on him. That is not true at all. Oh it my is. god. He gets out of control. Yeah. Can't keep his Bend mind on. right. You finished the whole beer? For sure. You buzzed? No. All right. Here's the spiel. If you okay, haven't like yet, follow us. More of these, yeah. Follow us on Instagram at tipballs. Uh Twitter at tipballs. Nobody follows us on Twitter. I, I do some great retweeting on there. Go check it yeah, out. Yeah, but Twitter's Twitter. just like it. Yeah. I get I, I use Twitter more than I use anything else. <clears throat> a lot. Yeah. But. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tipballs. TikTok at Tipballs Podcast. Uh, again, if you're interested in playing fantasy with us, we would love to have you. Shoot us a DM on Instagram. Email us at tipballs at gmail.com. One of us will see it, and we'll get you guys the information needed to sign up. Um, if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, 
Check us out on there. Follow us. You'll get notifications every time we come out with an episode. Or at least just go on there. at 1 o'clock in the morning. At least just go on there and subscribe and then go back to YouTube and yeah, keep watching. Yeah, just go rate it. Give us a five-star rating. Yeah. If you're listening to us, we can't yeah, be that Jesus bad. Yeah, Jesus Christ, we could use a break here. <laughs> uh, but get ready. The season is two weeks away. We're coming to you can't guys wait. full strength. Two weeks away. Can't wait. That's it. God bless Manti Teo. God bless Manti Teo. There we go. God bless. You'll hear from us next week. Am I perfect? <laughs>